0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're still in Job chapter 31, looking at verses 24 through 28 in the New Living Translation. Job is still the speaker and he is continuing to proclaim his purity and his innocence. The Word of God reads, Have I put my trust in money or felt secure because of my gold? Have I gloated about my wealth and all that I own? Have I looked at the sun shining in the skies? or the moon walking down its silver pathway and been secretly enticed in my heart to throw kisses at them in worship? If so, I should be punished by the judges, for it would mean I had denied the God of heaven. Again, this is Job chapter 31, verses 24 through 28 in the New Living Translation, which titles it, Job's Final Protest of Innocence. I'll be back to share insights, and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scotts. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed and followed, please do so. Thanks to Podchaser for naming my podcast to its list of 60 best podcasts to discover in November. Give it a listen. Drop me a line. Like me and follow on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 31 verses 24 through 28 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Job is letting his friends and listeners know, He was not greedy or a seeker of false gods. So, because he was wealthy, he did not make his gold his god. He didn't worship his gold. He didn't take comfort in being a rich man. Let me read what the commentaries had to say. Job protests that he never set his heart upon the wealth of this world, nor took the things of it for his happiness. Job was a very wealthy person, and you found that out in chapter 1. He had gold. He had fine gold. His wealth was great, and he had gotten much. And um, Matthew Henry says, Our wealth is either advantageous or destructive to us, depending upon how we are affected by it. If we make it our rest and our ruler, It will ruin us. If we make it our servant and an instrument of righteousness, it will bless us. And we know people, especially um, those who have it to give, who give freely. And they do it, you know, it doesn't, they don't do it for show. It's said that way, they're not like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They didn't have to stand in a crowd and say, "This, look at me as I give my alms. I'm giving God what uh, I owe him. That's not uh, not how Job operated. He didn't have to be um, glorified for his gift. He didn't have to be pat on the back. He didn't have to have his gift announced. You know, so (laughs) that's the kind of person he was. He wasn't affected by his wealth. He put no great confidence in it. And he did not make gold his hope. Job uh, demonstrated a trust in God by blessing God, even after his wealth was destroyed. He took no pride in it because it added nothing to him. He was still a great man with or without money. But right now he's lost it all and his health is poor and he still has not cursed God. And he thanked God because because of God's power, he gave his hands, you know, he blessed the works of his hand. So, uh, Joe blessed God for that. He took no pleasure in, uh, in money or gold in comparison to spiritual things, which, you know, ha- lives on after us, those people that we help. Uh, one song says, thank you for giving to the Lord, because... Because of your gift, I was that one who was saved. And because of his gift, he saved a lot of people, I am sure. His joy did not terminate with his gift. So just because he lost it all, he didn't lose his joy in God. He was afflicted. He was hurt. He was confused. He was frustrated. But he still did not curse God, even though he lost everything. Um, Let's see. Even in the midst of his abundance, he never said, so. take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Remember Solomon said that. Nor blessed himself in his riches. Job denies worshiping the sun or the moon, which uh, which was and probably still is a a common form of idolatry. The sun and the moon were considered gods. And he protested that he never gave worship or glory to the creature, which, um, but all of his glory went to the creator, to God. He protested that um, he was never guilty of idolatry. But that's not something that his friends accused him of, but he's just putting it out there. I never worshiped anyone but the true and living God. Idolatry is one of the old ways in which wicked men have trodden. And the most ancient form of idolatry was worshiping the sun and the moon. And it was a great temptation for the children of Israel. Moses had to speak to them about the dangers of uh, being driven to worship the sun and the moon. And that's in Deuteronomy chapter 4. The punishment for idolatry... Under the law was death by stoning. And that's in Deuteronomy 17. Regardless of the punishment, Job denies that he would even consider idolatry. Because doing so would deny God. And you know that he had um, a, a love and a reverence for God. Even though he wasn't understanding what was going on. He not only never bowed the knee to Baal, which some think were, was designed to represent the Son... He never fell down and worshipped the sun, but his but kept his eyes and his heart's heart and his lips clean from that sin of uh, idolatry. He never so much as beheld the sun and the moon in their pomp and circumstance because you know the it's beautiful looking at the sunshine and looking at the moon as it's doing its thing, as it uh, the words I he used are so just picturesque. Um, the moon walking down its silvery pathway. It's easy, you know, it would have been easy for him to do like idolaters and just worship these things. But he worshiped the creator, not, not what the creator created. He didn't worship the sun and the moon or any other uh, idol. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can glory in your creation without worshiping it we thank you father for um, blessing us to see another day and again I'm praying for my brother you know what the needs are I'm praying for all of those who need you in a special way so many different needs not just illness not just those who are mourning just so many things come to mind and we can't name it all thank you for um, Protecting and providing, Uh, continue to protect and provide, and we thank you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.